checking for sound, checking for clarity. Coming at you, episode 116 of We Want All the Smoke. Coming to you live from Flexville, baby. This is Ben and my brother, Riley. And we're coming at you. Coming at you, baby. (laughs) So, uh, last episode, we had the guest... Colin Sheen. The guest Colin Sheen on the episode. All the way from Banff. <laughs> flew in special flew in a special guest. Which, <laughs> we put him up for a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> Which I learned is not in British Columbia. Yeah. yeah. I kept saying he's from BC and he's like, bro, Banff is in Alberta. And I'm like, yeah, but it's close. He's like, yeah, it's very close. Yeah. It's almost on the border. Right on the border. <laughs> but it's not BC. Yeah, at stop, all. stop saying I'm from BC. Yeah. It's on the border, but it's still inside <laughs> Alberta. Like, it's close. You know, like, uh, like Ottawa is close to Quebec. But yeah, the but border of Ottawa stops before <laughs> Quebec. <laughs> you can't be from Ottawa and Quebec at the same time. Yeah. So I, I kept saying BC, and he was like, bro, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Alberta. Oh, sorry. But yeah, we got a because we had the special guest. We were just party city. Yeah, and then recorded the podcast. <laughs> it was a sloppy mess. Yeah, yeah. It was a. It got out of hand quick. We we but we knew that having the having him in town and just like Bruh, wedding we, vibes like that whole week. I, whole, I was like, I was drunk the whole week. <laughs> we're like we know we're gonna. It's most likely going to be a slop yet. And then after the wedding, me and Brittany went to the cottage. I was drunk the whole time. When we got back, we were both like, "No <laughs> alcohol will come into this house for like two straight weeks." <laughs> and that lasted two hours. That lasted about a day. And a half. <laughs> it was literally like like the yeah. the, the first day. Like uh, Archie went to bed, and me and Brittany, we I, I slept for like eleven straight hours. Woke up with Archie. He he chilled for a bit. <laughs> yeah. When he took his nap, I fell right back asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Such I was like a, tired for about four days. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. It's one of those things like you can sleep for ten hours, wake up tired. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, absolutely. Um, but we do have some fact checks to to jump into. We actually have quite a bit. I actually did a as sloppy as we were. We did have an informational and educational podcast. Well, this is where you come for education. <laughs> we have taught you such things as the world's largest penis. We've taught you such things as how easy Jesus' death was. We've taught you quite a bit on this podcast. Yeah, this yeah. is education. How to avoid poop or how to handle pooping in public. Yeah. How to handle pooping in buckets. <laughs> yeah. How much the average human poops. A lot of poop stuff. <laughs> we were poop forward for a little bit. <laughs> we still are. <laughs> I got a story to tell you. <laughs> but yeah, no, before we went too far off the rails, I actually did write down quite a bit of notes. So you have, for the fact check, like the distribution of the Canadian population. Because yes. we I, I don't exactly remember what we were talking about, but I do remember it being like how Canada has kind of a big population when you look at other countries. Like obviously not China or India or Bangladesh or Russia. Yeah. But like or yeah. Uh, apart from like the big five, like Canada's number six. Now. Yeah, yeah. We, but it's in a very <laughs> small area. Yeah. So our population is thirty six thirty eight million. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> getting the getting those gains. Lots of fucking going on in Canada. <laughs> 90% of Canada of Canadians live within 150 miles of the US border. 
We all live in the border, and most of that's in Ontario, close to the border of New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you want to know? You want to know another wild thing? You can live in Canada, like because of how Ontario dips yeah, down yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and be more south than the most northern point yeah. of California. I was telling when I went down to the states, I was telling people that because they were, you know, like making the jokes, like "Do you all live in igloos?" Like yeah. they, they aren't that dumb. Yeah. They're making the well, jokes. especially where like where you were, like in Chicago, where they're north enough, they're like. Okay, obviously that's fucking but, bullshit. So they'd be but, making that joke, but then they would also say like, like, but for real though, how cold does it get? And I'd be like, you know, like Montana is farther north than where I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, no. And the, I, I, I literally multiple times pulled up a map and be like, Ottawa is farther south than a, like major cities. Like yeah. Ottawa's farther south than like Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, have you ever, I'm like, have you ever been to Seattle? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, it gets colder there. Because <laughs> it's farther north. It gets colder there. Yeah. And I was, I was just blowing my mind. Right. <laughs> but there's like, I don't know. I can't really describe it because we don't have like a video aspect of this thing. But like, there's a map where it shows like where 50%, the dens- the density population 50% is, yeah. of Canada's population. And it's like. Toronto, Toronto, Montreal, like Ottawa, Ottawa region, a little bit of Vancouver, and then like Fort McMurray, where yeah, everybody yeah. just migrates to Fort McMurray. Yeah, but th- that's what they call like a, like a transient population, I think is the term. Like uh, Cornwall. Yeah. They're like the population is like, uh, these are just, okay, also, uh, not Cornwall, I'll do Clarenville, yeah. where me and Brittany lived in Newfoundland. The population was like 3,000, but like, 9,000 people worked there. Yeah, yeah. Or they do the thing like like Kingston, where it's like the population is 3,000. But in the summertime when all the students are at the university, mm-hmm. then it's, okay, now it's 10,000. Yeah, exactly. Queens, like a lot of things. Yeah, like yeah exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, Fort McMurray's population is huge, but, like, the they all actual <laughs> residence is, is very small. Very small, but everybody yeah, yeah. who's there leaves at some point. Yeah. So it's not a technically part of their population, but... That's where but it it's comes a, from. But it's a bustling city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fort Mac is the hustle and bustle of Fort McMurray. <laughs> so I had uh, black bear weight. Yeah, because me and Colin both said that we could beat up yeah. a teenage black bear. Yeah. Just so everyone is fully clear where Colin was making fun of me for being dumb and not knowing where Banff was. Colin can barely read. <laughs> Colin's dumb as shit. That's why we get along so well. Because being dumb is fun. And yeah. Colin is stupid as fuck. There's no way. You know the average weight of a full-grown male black bear? Five hundo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that that's why that's why we said, like, not full-grown. Because you said adolescent. Yeah. So what's what's adolescent then? Okay. Well, I have a... I, it actually goes uh, newborn. They're, they're born... Weighing like nine pounds, like they're born like human beings, like they're born small. That's wild. Ellie was bigger than that when she was. Yeah, born. Ar- Ar- Archie would have fucked up a baby <laughs> black bear. Newborn on newborn. <laughs> My money's on Archie or Ellie or Enric. By the time they're four months, they're about twenty pounds. By the time they're a year, they're about forty pounds. Around four years, so between one year and four years, like you were saying, like adolescent, because mm-hmm. they reach fully, they reach that 500 mark, like the next step they have is like eight. So they go one, four, eight, 
Okay. So by the time they reach their full grown, by the time eight, it says here it's like uh, 200 pounds for females and like 400 pounds for males. So they, 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 that's when they start to get big. But anyways, back to adolescent. We're looking at about 60 to 75 pounds. I win 100% of the time. There is not a chance in hell you could beat up a 70-pound bear. If something, if I can pick it up, like hold it and throw it off of me, I will win 100% of the time. Yeah, that's like saying you're fighting a human who's 60. You can't pick up a bear. Of, of course I can. Why, why, why wouldn't I? Because it's going to rip your arms to shreds. You Not think it's just going to like sit limp and let you pick it up? It's going to bite your arm off. No, no, but it but like 60 pounds. It has 60 so 60 pounds is light enough that I'm like way stronger than it. You're not. That's my point. You know the muscle density of a bear versus you? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I get that. A 60-pound bear is a, like a 600-pound man. It can be as the muscle density can be as much as it wants to be. If I can pick it up and push it out of my way, it's not going to kill but me. But I'm saying you can't because the moment you go to put your hands on it, it's going to rip your arms off. Like, I don't, you I don't, don't think... You won't have a working arm. It'll bite your arm so hard, the bite force, the, the, the strength in its jaws and yes, its claws... Yes, if it, if it gets the bite. What do you mean, if? You're going to put your arms on it. What, is it going to let you? No, but I'm saying, like... If I put the paws on Rose, I'm going to fuck her up. Yeah. If I put the paws on a black bear, it's just going to bite my hand off. You know the bite force? If it bites my elbow, my left arm is now useless. Yeah, yeah. So the whole, I can pick up 60 pounds. Well, I can't pick up 60 pounds and throw it with one hand because now I don't. I only have one hand. Yeah. And then it's going to rip this one to ribbons. And then this other one, I'm going to still try and fight. And then it has four paws with swords for feet. And that's gonna rip it. Yeah. So, so for okay. One so, swipe. So hold on. Hold one on. swipe. Whatever it touches is ribbons. Not not at, not at sixty pounds. It doesn't have yes, that. Yes, at sixty pounds. It doesn't that's have that. Years strength. old. We said it's between one and four years. It has fought other black bears at this time. Not humans. Other weaklings. You mean? They're not weak. <laughs> other punsters. <laughs> They're not weak. They're so but strong. But it's not like a bear is not like. It's not like a cheetah or a rattlesnake or something like something that will strike me quick. It's so much quicker than you. It's so much. It's not as quick as a cheetah, but, but it's it's not are, a thing. You like, are one millionth of a percentile of a cheetah, so you are one one thousandth of a percent of a black. Like, bear. like if a if a bear is going to like bite me in the arm, I can move my arm out of the way before it bites down You're on my arm. You're faster than bears. I'm not faster, but we're in a fight to the death. I'm not just going to stick my hand out and let it bite me and be like, I but hope you take my left essentially hand. Essentially, you are, because you're going to try and grab him and throw him. No, no, I'm, that's that's not my plan of attack. I'm just saying, if a bear is, like, running at me, I can, like, it's not a weight, like, fighting a hippo. Like, there's nothing I can do. It just crushes me with its weight. Yeah, like a bear, a, an adolescent bear, I can move it around. I know what you're because, saying, but like, let's say you were to fight the like, if I was to get a, a like on the back of a of a bear, there's no way it wins. Let's say you're to fight Khabib. Mm -hmm. He's 155 pounds. When he is on top of you, there's nothing. He I can might do. as well be 700 pounds because there's nothing. Yeah. That's what that 60 pound black bear is. So you're like, I'll just toss him off me. No, you won't. The, the muscle density, but, the, how strong he is compared, like, you're thinking 60 no, pounds, you're thinking, like, 
relative strength to you. Their strength compared to you is so astronomical. Like, have you seen that? There, I saw a video. But the, the the issue with your like Khabib argument is that Khabib and other humans know how like a human moves. So he he puts his weight strategically in a spot yes. that makes it hard for me to move. A bear's not smart enough to do that. He thinks he's just going yeah. to attack me but and win. while Khabib is on top of you, he doesn't have razor blades for a face and razor blades for hands. Yeah. So he's not ripping you to shreds. And also, there's only a, coming to bears, there's only two. It's not going to use its back legs to do anything. It, it might thousand. It might use its back legs to stand up so that he can use his it front, too. If he, he's not going to strike at me with his back legs. No, but if his back legs make contact with you, they're ripping to pieces whatever they touch because they have the same claws. Okay, so just to settle the debate, because I know we both want to go for a smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> to settle the debate, if I square up with a with an adolescent black bear, I'm winning, I'll say, eight out of ten times. I'm saying zero out of ten. Maybe one, because let's say it tries something weird because it is adolescent. That it okay. So it, here's it, it tries to just attack one arm. So then you're able to fucking jab your thumb through his eye and fuck him to the point where he runs away. Yeah. If it's like locked in a cage, one person leaves only, and the bear knows this because the bears don't know. We'll, this. we'll speak bear. We'll speak bear. more often than not. The bear <laughs> is just going to run away. Like yeah. you can, you could win against. People get attacked by grizzly bears and survive because the grizzly bear just eventually leaves. Yeah. So if if the bear knows somehow you can speak bear and say you're not allowed to leave unless one of you is dead, mm -hmm. you're not going to beat a four month old bear. Uh, there's there's no way I lose to a four years and under brown bear. I saw a video or sorry black bear. I saw because brown bears are like the the grizzly the and, the, and whatever, they'll, yeah. they'll fuck me. Up. I saw a video uh, just to. Somewhat put it into perspective. Again, now we're talking about grizzlies. We're getting off track. <laughs> but I saw a video. They they rubbed the bottom of a 1,200-pound rock with peanut butter. A grizzly bear walked over. You know how incredible their noses are. Obviously smelt the peanut butter immediately. Walked mm -hmm. over. Sat down. Like just, you know, like when you see when their legs are like crossed in front of them all. Yeah. yeah. Sitting down. One hand scooped under the rock. Didn't lift the whole thing, obviously, but rocked it far enough back and just casually like would lick the peanut butter and sit back still holding the rock up like lick his lips clean put his head back under lick more peanut butter and then lick his lips clean like yeah about five minutes he was holding roughly a thousand pounds with one <laughs> arm like not even like in a in a comfortable way yeah. like he was doing those like bent over ropes <laughs> he was doing it with Roughly nine hundred yeah. pounds, and if you so gave me, now shrink if you that gave down me, to black bear style, that's three hundred pounds, yeah. and that's you. So he's gonna <laughs> fuck you up. If you, but let's let's flip the script a little bit. If you had a sixty pound black bear that was acting dead as a rock, soaked his belly in vodka. <laughs> I could hold him up and, 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 and get, get every get every ounce of that vodka. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. All right, you might be able to beat him. No, there's no chance. But anyways, we got to move on. Like I said. Okay, so now your next one is the population of Scandinavia because this is one I have a beef with. I fucking hate Scandinavia. <laughs> <Yeah>. Those socialist <laughs> pigs. Holy fuck, I hate Scandinavia. Stop telling me how great Sweden is. I don't yeah. give a fuck. The next, person, sucks. the next person, remember, this is a 
callback for like a hundred episodes. The next person who says how great Sweden is, what? I'm gonna spit in their face. Oh yeah, that gets a what? for sure. So all of Scandinavia, how many countries are in Scandinavia? Three. Finland. Well, obviously the biggest is Sweden, mm-hmm. then Finland, then Denmark. I'd say that's one, two, three. Like uh, Sweden, biggest, Finland, second, Denmark, third. One, two, three. There's it's Denmark. Like Denmark. Dumb- Denmark is not uh, a Scandinavian country. Yeah, they're, they're, they're one, two, three. They're some it's Norway. They're some, oh, Norway. Nor- Norway. Not yeah, okay, Denmark. no, I fucked up. Yeah, it's Norway. But the, you're gonna and say you're some, missing the fourth one. You're going to say some dumb shit like <laughs> North America has 17 countries. Like, no, it has three. <laughs> no, no, Iceland. Iceland is a Scandinavian well, I guess, country. I guess if you were to say, like, where is Iceland? Like, it, it, as far as, like, looping it into a group. It would have it to would be Scandinavia. Yeah. Yeah. But the population of the, of Nordic region, mm-hmm. all Scandinavian countries, is 27.8 million. bastards. Yeah, it's so easy to be <laughs> a socialist utopia when you only have 20-something And you're all the same. And you're, the same. you're all six-foot-nine white guys. <laughs> yeah, blonde, all of you. Yeah. Except for Finland, you're bald. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this is that, again. I don't know why we talked about it, but I know why I want to talk about it now. <laughs> People be like, uh, but Sweden, Sweden is the biggest, and it has a population of ten million. Denmark, Finland. Oh no, Denmark is in there. So there is five. Okay. Denmark, Finland, and Norway all have between five and six million, and Iceland has three hundred and eighty thousand. So Denmark, Norway. Finland, you name three countries that everyone wants to suck their cocks. Yeah. Doesn't have the population of Ontario. No, not even close. So fuck off. Yeah. Like, I was just having a debate, I forget who with. I, and really, they were, I really, sorry, I, I really have to piss, but we'll come back and. Well, no, we'll just take a little quick hot break. All right, you're back from pissing out of your cock. <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, like, uh, the, 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 it just drives me fucking crazy. One, it's the whitest country ever. So if you're saying, like, we want to be more like them, you want to be more white? Like, exactly. fuck off. You want to be more this anti-immigration? Whole, this whole woke shit. You want to be the most anti-immigrant, the most white country? Like, fuck off. Also, I forget, like I was saying, I forget who it was with. I'm pretty sure it was Brittany, and we were just, like, talking about pollution and, and stuff. And I was like, how amazing Canada is. And actually, like, percentage of, like, their population perspective-wise, like, America's, like, number two in the world. And everyone wants to shit on us and then be like... You should be more like Scandinavia. If every single person in all of Scandinavia, instead of putting their garbage at the end of the street for a garbage man, just walk to the ocean and throw it in the water, they wouldn't do... Make a dent. No, nobody cares. Nobody would give a fuck. You're 20 million people. That's yeah. nothing. And it's ice 90% of the time. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing. You know what, like, Bangladesh does? <laughs> actually, when you actually look at the beach, it, it's and actually, it looks just like you can't like, see water. It's, it's just garbage. Just garbage. Gar- yeah, the Ganges. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you go swimming in the Ganges, you die. <laughs> so just, I think it's something wild. Like, I think it's the, like the Philippines are like actually the worst country for pollution, like in the whole world. Yeah, the Philippines have more people than Scandinavia. <laughs> well, yeah, but also they literally just throw their garbage in the water, yeah. like into the ocean, and nobody gives a fuck. Clean itself. Yeah, the like, ocean takes care of itself. Yeah, we were talking because uh, you know Trudeau's trying to turn us socialist, and it's so easy to be socialist in Scandinavia. Oh, it's so great, healthcare is free. Yeah, you're taxed at sixty-two percent of your yearly income. Yeah, it should be free at that point. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing with that sixty-two <laughs> percent yeah. of my money? That it was like paying. America sucks. Yeah, but you're taxed at thirteen percent, so you can afford that shit. Like, yeah, I went to the hospital. It cost me seventeen million dollars to have a kid. Yeah. 
but you pay $500,000 a year into healthcare, so you actually spent twenty grand, which I used to fucking spend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, 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 the, the Trudeau's fucking socialist carbon oh, bro, tax it was, and everything. It was wild because I, I started a new job. And like this job is going to pay me a lot more. It's mm-hmm. going to be so sick. I got my like first paycheck. You're in a different tax bracket. I'm in a different tax bracket. I'm like this job fucking sucks, man. I'm making less. <laughs> Give me a shittier job yeah. where I take home more. Yeah, no, fuck. Trudeau's fucking socialist garbage carbon tax. Because my healthcare is the same, and you know how much I hate the Canadian healthcare. I've done many <laughs> rants. Canada healthcare is free. Well, I I, I, no. I have to give you forty percent of my paycheck L- every year. For literally, it, so this no. paycheck, the paycheck I just got, I gave seven hundred dollars of it to the Canadian government and didn't go to the doctor once. And, and didn't go to the doctor once. And when I do, I'm going to have to wait six hours or twelve yeah. hours in an ER room. Mm-hmm. It's not any better for me. The amount of give me back three hundred dollars of that, and I'll pay someone to go and fucking the, the, take care uh, of me. The amount of Canadians that don't go to the doctors because they don't want to wait that long, like the amount of. People at my work or your work or whatever who get an injury that would require stitches but just decide not to go because they don't want to wait 12 hours is in the hundreds of thousands yeah. of people. And, like, the reason why people have, like, chronic back pains and, like, just leg pains and, and chest pains yeah. or whatever, like, I never got it handled at the beginning because I couldn't wait 12 hours. And now I just have a fucked up knee for the next 30 years until I'm old yeah. enough to qualify for getting a yeah. new knee. Like... Bullshit. But Fuck everybody in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you socialist pigs. <laughs> Fuck but anyways, what I was saying was the, 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 the Trudeau um, carbon emission, whatever bullshit he's trying to do. Yeah. It's a 25-year plan. Mm-hmm. If you go to the end of the 25 years, so if we reach his target goal in 25 years, we will produce less carbon than China produces in one year. So it'll take us 25 years to be outdone by China in one year. So what we're doing doesn't make a fucking difference. Anyways, none I don't want to be political on this show, but none, none of it fucking, fucking matters because we're great at it. So fuck off and stop pretending today, we're not. Today we got out of the... Sakisha is like still a little bit congested. She's still a little sick. So we were like going into a store. So she like pulled out a Kleenex and like blew her nose or whatever. And she held the Kleenex in her hand. And she was going to walk to like one of those Someone garbage bins, like right out front of the thing. I was like, "Ah, oh, ew! What are you doing? Like, throw that, throw it on the ground <laughs> in the store? <laughs> no, like in the parking lot." Oh like, yeah, I would have done that for sure. She's like, "No, I'm going to walk to the garbage." I'm like, "Grow up, litter! Yeah. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing?" It's like that. It's like that Bill, <laughs> you think that little Kleenex is going yeah. to fucking make a difference? It's like that Bill Burr joke, like people who are anti-littering in New York City. You realize, like, on a global scale. New York City is one gigantic piece of garbage. <laughs> so throwing one water bottle out of your car window, throwing your tissue on the ground, doesn't make a difference. There are skyscrapers. <laughs> That's the same. Like Canada, you're, you're one straw doesn't. through the China haystack. If you remove one straw, it doesn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> at all. Do you know how many times I just throw shit out the window in my car while I'm driving? One time I, I did it recently. I threw something out the window and the car behind me honked. Yeah. And I rolled the window down and gave him a finger. <laughs> you know, you know, where you, know I what, you know what I did after that? What? Searched for more garbage and threw that out the window too. You know I found I, like some crumpled up receipt and I just tossed that in, dude. You know what I do? Anytime there's on like you know those like 
big long turns before you get onto a Queensway, like the Queensway entrance. Oh, that's garbage. That, that, that's garbage. Because no one behind me can <laughs> no, see. No one cares. That's garbage city. <laughs> and you know what else I do? If there's like a dip in the road, when I go down the dip, that's garbage city. And you know what I do? I roll down the passenger window oh. and throw it out the passenger. So it hits the, the ditch. I, that's I, I never throw it at the driver's side. Well, no, on the on the on ramps, I throw it at the driver's side because it's just right there. There's no oncoming traffic. <laughs> but when I'm on a clear straightaway, that's out the it's path. Garbage city. <laughs> garbage city. Okay, we gotta just burn through. Well, I have one to burn through. We, for some reason, we have LBJ. <laughs> Lyndon Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> what does the B stand for? I don't know if anyone knows. Byron. That's a great guess. Let me, I'll go to his Wikipedia here. Let me see. Baines. Uh, we'll call him Lyndon Byron. Lyndon Byron Johnson <laughs> was a 36th president of the United States from 63 to 69. So he just had the greatest time ever to be president. Yeah. Post wars before any bad shit. Like, yeah. just amazing. Time president, president in the 60s. Yeah. Who, who didn't love the 60s? Oh, and his um, claim to fame was he was sworn in very shortly after because he was JFK's vice. That's why he only has three uh, years as president. Because no, you said 63 to 69. 69. So six years. 63 to 69. 3 to 9. 6 years. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's why it wasn't 8 years. Sorry. No. Oh, okay. I knew yeah, it was yeah, short. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because JFK had his fucking <laughs> his, his wig split. <laughs> he got his blinking knock. He had, he had his top tilt. He had his he, he knocked his blinking block, block off. off. <laughs> yeah. Cuz JFK got his wig split. Anyways, that's all we got for that. <laughs> I, I don't know why we talked about it, but... But, sick to get your wig split. <laughs> you got his head pushed back farther than Tyra Banks' hairline. And then the real one we got is, uh, what happens if you get a boner during a PA? Yeah, I feel like that's a serious business. It's make or break for me if I get a PA or not. <laughs> so, everything you look up is just basically telling you not to do it. Of course. It's a horrible Ob idea. Obviously. It leaks. You got to get bigger gauges to plug more holes. It's it's, it's terrible. So it's painful skin. It's it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, there's no positives. That's for sure. But what happens when you get a boner during the procedure? There actually is. Like during the procedure? Yes. Or just like in general? No, no, no. Reddit actually talks about what oh. happens if you get a boner during the procedure. And you got to wait for it to go down. Of course. But oftentimes... When they're going to measure out like where the gauge and everything is going, they want you to have a boner because they want to see it full, know. full. You, you gotta, you gotta full power. Yeah, yeah. When I got a softy, I got like a quarter inch. <laughs> when I got a, I, like, the average penis grows. It, it 30, rises to seven inches. They're like the average penis grows like thirty to forty percent. I'm like mine grows like three thousand percent. I look like the statue of David before I get a boner. And when I get a boner, it's like, oh, this guy's six foot five. Like, it's proportional to his body. When I'm soft, it's, like, embarrassing. Like, I, I, I'm going to the gym. I, I fluff myself before I go to the gym. Smaller than my balls. It's so much shorter than my balls. Like, especially at the gym. I gotta fluff myself before I go to the gym. 
But uh, yeah, so this is what happens when you get a boner during your Prince Albert. They just wait for it to go down. But oftentimes when they go to measure where they're going to put the piercing, they would prefer you to have a boner so they can see. You can, you know, it's kind of like shaving your dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of good to like fluff yourself up a little bit so you can, you can get, there's no, there's no <laughs> yeah. creases or crevices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a 30 minute fact check for you. <laughs> All right. I got a. We got a lot of as it happens. Yeah, we got the biggest as it happens. All right, we'll be right back, you motherfuckers. Yep. And we're back, bitches. So I have a little bit as, as it happens. What do you mean a little? Nothing <laughs> really major has happened in my life since the last recording. Oh, wait, I got married. Oh, wait, you signed your soul away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already regret it. <laughs> I already wish I didn't do that fucking thing. <laughs> I just when I kept getting her pregnant. We don't need the government involved in that. But yeah, fear, 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 fear. I'm, I'm wiped up. You got that I got the ring on. Now I've all for like the past six years, I've always just referred to Brittany as my wife because like. My girlfriend of 10, like, uh, yeah, it's just so much easier to say wife. Yeah. It's like that Seinfeld episode, starting a sentence with my wife. wife. It's a great way to start a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, now, now it's, now it's real. Now I'm not it actually happened. exaggerating it actually when I happened. say that. Yeah. And it was a sick fucking day. It was a pretty fucking dope day. That, that the venue, venue was, was stupid. The venue was so fucking nice, man. So Colin Sheen, massive, the guy massive who was venue. invited, uh, the, our last guest, Colin Sheen, me and him, they, they said you have the venue starting at one. Like, don't come before one because they're still, you know, like setting yeah. shit up and yeah. whatever. So I said, come at one. Me and Colin, the night before was the the rehearsal dinner where I actually got way drunker than I thought, <laughs> I, I, thought I was going to be good. But then, you know, the music is playing, the, 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 the... Dad's playing the guitar. Dad's on the guitar. George is on the bass. bass. Cameron's <laughs> on the keys. Yeah. It's and, a vibe, man. And so I get called on stage, so I got to sing Friends in Low Places. Yeah. I got to sing Luke Combs. Yeah. I got to sing uh, Fat Bottom Girls. I got to I gotta hit all of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> So before getting on stage, so okay, before the before wedding talk, we'll go dress rehearsal. <laughs> so mom and dad just bawled out as they do. Yeah. Nobody throws a dress rehearsal like the McNeils. No one. This massive backyard, there was the fire pit going, there was Dents. a tent. Yeah. They had uh, uh, beef tenderloin that mom slow roasted all day and then chopped into tiny little cubes. <laughs> yeah. So it was like fondue. <laughs> but it was like instead of fondue she made like a sauce out of the drippings. Yeah. She had shrimp. She had dad's lobster barbecue tails. chicken. Lobster tails. Yeah. So like the food was fantastic. I mean I was way too you know I, I, I couldn't walk five feet without people trying to talk to me, <laughs> yeah. which is great. It made me feel really, yeah. really, like, loved. Yeah. Because there's so many people there, and they're only there for me. So I'm like, I got to go pee. I would. It would take me 40 minutes to get inside <laughs> to the bathroom. Yeah. I just started peeing in the hedge because every single group of people that I would walk by wanted to congratulate me, wanted to catch up because, you know, like... It's been a couple of years. Coach yeah. Dave was there. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. seen him since I played peewee football. <laughs> yeah. There was there, all of that kind of shit. So, uh, so that was dope as shit. But then 
you know, you had already left because you were with Ellie. Colin and Daniela had already left because they were with Emrick. Like, it wasn't the same as, like, your guys's because you were drunk as fuck at yours because you didn't have kids or anything. Yeah. You were drunk as fuck at Colin's because you didn't have kids or anything. Yeah. But... Now I'm like, I got to get on stage one because dad put so much effort into it. Yeah. So I don't want to like disappoint him. Two, I'm a showman. I'm going to get on stage. You're there for the people. That was a given. I was going to get on stage was a given from the moment the party started. Yeah. Yeah. And so right before I'm about to get on stage, I go inside and Aunt Jar and Aunt Warna are there. That's a bad combo. Oh, bad. <laughs> you know, there's a very strong Bacardi drink <laughs> there. And Jar pulls out a 40 of Captain Morgan's white rum. Yeah. That's her go-to, man. I got her and the captain are best friends. I was I was casually drinking all night. I was I had, you know, they have those like um seltzers or whatever, but mom bought gin seltzers. Dylan Dylan's gin. Yeah, they were fucking delicious. So oh my good. god, they were good. So good. I've only bought cases of those yeah. since. They're so I, good. I, I probably had like four or five of those in four or five hours. Yeah. So I was like, you know, in a good mood, but yeah. I was nowhere. I wasn't even yeah. like tipsy. I yeah. was just in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. And then 40 of white room hits the table <laughs> and Warna pours the shots. Oh, yeah. The Coke is for color at that point. Yeah. <laughs> the drink she made me, we was that was the strongest shot I've ever taken in my whole life. Yeah. And she made me two of them. So by the time I hit the stage, I was shit-faced. Yeah. I went from like, oh, Riley, you're doing great. Tomorrow's the wedding. You're not drunk. You're going to wake up. You're going to be fine. Shit-faced. Like blackout shit-faced. I woke up with such a handle. Me and Colin Sheen had a tea time for like 9 a.m. because uh, Brittany told me I had to leave our house by 7.30 at the absolute latest because that's when the makeup Everyone artist, the hair designer, yeah, the bridesmaids, yeah. she told them all to be there for 7, but she's like, you know, I don't know, it shows up. The makeup artist isn't going to be there for 8, so she told me, cut off at 7.30, get the fuck out. So I'm like, but I can't be at the venue till 1. The fuck am I going to do between 7.30 and 1? That's six hours. That's Golf City. So we booked a tea time. <laughs> I woke up I went to pick up Colin Sheen, who the fucking asshole was in Carlton Place. It was a 40-minute drive to pick him up. I was so mad. Because it's like five minutes away from where you were getting yeah, It actually was so, like, you could see the venue from where I picked him up. So then I picked him up, and I was like, Colin, one, we're about an hour late to our tea time. <laughs> Two, I am so goddamn tired and hungover. I'm not golfing. Yeah. So instead, we went to a diner and had just, like, I had Eggs Benedict, my favorite breakfast. So I was like, well, if it's my wedding day, it's a pretty good way to start it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colin paid for it. Great guy. Great Didn't way to expect go. him yeah. to, but he did yeah. anyway. Great guy. Great move. And then he was like, I need underwear. Of course. <laughs> so we had to go to Walmart to get underwear. And now it's like 11. And I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do for like the next three hours it's about a 30 minute drive away but so what are we gonna do so we went to the driving range again colin paid for it Sick. and i was so mad because the day before we actually played golf but you know it's my wedding week i'm off work <laughs> the boys are back in town yeah we're drunk as shit <laughs> smoking weed so i played terribly <laughs> yeah there's no good golf scores in, in that scenario. i was like last time i played richmond bro i shot like a fucking 96 
if I do that with these guys, oh, just wait. Yeah. And I played terrible. <laughs> then we hit the driving range. Bro, I was hitting my 7-iron 150 yards, and I could draw a circle from where I wanted it to land. <laughs> I was so goddamn accurate. We were doing things like, uh, you, you see the 75-yard, you know, like little green that they make? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to take my 9-iron. I'm going to do a nice, light swing with my 9. And Colin was like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll do the pitching wedge, and we'll do the same thing. Both of us were just fucking throwing darts at this. <laughs> I, I hit the green nine times out of ten, yeah. and I took like seventy shots. I was just that's throwing the, darts. That's the difference, though, in sports in general. Practice is way easier than game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when I got the when I got when I'm in basketball, shoot around, fuck around, do whatever. I'm. I'm drippy wet. No, I know. <laughs> in game time, that's brick city. Especially in golf, because then you're playing with four guys. There's people in front of you. Yeah. When I'm when I'm at the driving range, I take nine shots in five minutes. When I'm on the course with four people and a group in front of me, I'm taking nine shots in 45 minutes. Yeah. You don't get in a rhythm. You can't. It's impossible. That's why the pros don't play foursomes. <laughs> yeah. They play yeah. twosomes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why pace of play is actually important yeah. in the PGA. Yeah. So, anyways, we hit the range, and then so, it, what a great morning for your wedding day! Sick. So easy to take my mind off of things. We went to a diner, had my favorite breakfast. We went to the range, bought Colin underwear. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to the place. Like they said, you can be there for one. I was like, oh fuck, we're gonna be late. We got there one oh three. I was there twelve fifty nine. I called you from the parking lot. I was like. I'm here like, now. Where are you? And I'm like, in the, in the driveway. Like, turn your head to the left. Yeah, that's me. I was ready to go. We were talking about how amazing this venue was, how beautiful it was, how big it was. When I pulled in, in my shitty 2009 Kia Spectra, full of rust and making tons of noise, so out of place for this venue. When I pulled in, there is clear marked parking signs wedding couple yeah I saw that I saw that <laughs> so I pull into the spot I get out and I'm like okay I gotta grab my suit I gotta grab my little go bag as I do that I look up and the the, the coordinator is standing at the front of like the, the path leading us to where we're going she's standing there yeah she has her assistant beside her there's two people standing <laughs> there waiting, waiting for me yeah. the assistant is standing there holding a tray that has a carafe of vodka because we <laughs> requested that to be in the room and two glasses of water. So sick. And they go, let me take you to the place where you guys are going to get ready. And we're just following her and she was like, we know you requested a bottle, but we put half a bottle in this carafe because if you're taking pictures, you don't want like it to say absolute vodka. We have this nice <laughs> crystal. Yeah. And I was like, Great. I don't give a fuck, but that's awesome. That's a really cool touch. I never would have thought of that, but what a... But and that's why we pay you so much, actually, because we pay you to think of those actually, things. Actually, the photographer took a bunch of pictures of our wedding rings in front of that exact carafe, <laughs> and it was beautiful for pictures. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into your photographer later. So they, but. they lead us to the place, and she's like, yeah, the bathrooms are here. The only annoying thing was the bathrooms were like 600 yards away. Yeah. yeah. Like, put a bathroom in the room. <laughs> put a bathroom in that spot for sure. But also, no one was getting there till 4 o'clock. So they didn't need one. And we were kicked out at 4 o'clock. So. Yeah, but I can just go around the corner of this little thing, piss in the bushes. Because no, <laughs> no, no one else is around. It's all good. 
<laughs> so then she's like, and here's your place. So you walk in, and the air conditioning was like set to 60. It was cold as shit. It was like 90 degrees outside, but yeah. 60 degrees inside. Yeah. It was so perfect. There was it had a, sick, like, boss leather chairs to sit like in. Tony for, Soprano. For I have like, so many cool pictures of me looking like Tony Soprano. Yeah, it was so cool, man. It was they had Pac-Man awesome. Arcade. Yeah, that was so much fun. They had a poker, poker table. table. So sick. Uh-oh. And, like, we're just like, yeah, we're... Would you guys mind bringing us like a couple Coronas, and then like they'd come back like with six six minutes later, <laughs> six like, Coronas are like okay, cool, <laughs> and not even like would it like would you mind bringing us Coronas? They're like how many and right now, like there yeah. was no yeah, there was, was so no sick. way. I was like actually, you know what? We drank a lot of the water because it was so hot, and she was like, "You want water? Here you go." It was like <laughs> there <laughs> immediately, like sparkling or still, yeah. And you're like, okay, good to go. Yeah, no, it was incredible. That's annoying as shit. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, the the place where we were all getting set up to get ready was incredible. I have one little uh, picadillo about that. Okay. The the mother of the bride shows up to just say hi yeah. and introduce and oh my god, Colin, Ben, Daniela, yeah. Colin, oh yeah. my god, yeah. you're all here. That's so great. The father of the bride will be here to hang out <laughs> with you guys shortly. <laughs> I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> now That's, don't get me wrong. Hey, he, he, he the, can hang with the best. Blair's the fucking man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he can't like all of our dumb jokes. He found hilarious. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. right there with it, us for it's all not, of it. Like we we anticipated it to ruin the vibe, but it didn't ruin the vibe. Not even a little bit. Not at all. Not at all. Because you guys because he was there for like he was he was on the whole it whole goddamn time. Well, no, <laughs> but I mean like he was there like. Like he was on it, he was in on the jokes. Yes. He found it funny, and he—he like, he also knew that he probably shouldn't have been there. <laughs> so he was like doing his best to be one of the boys, and he always is just one of yeah, the boys. That's yeah. his vibe. But anyways, my one little picadillo is there is one point I I'm like okay I gotta actually close the door because now I'm getting naked. Like I'm gonna put my underwear on, my wife beater on, and then I'm gonna come out and I can start, you know, my white shirt that I just getting the shirt putting the shirts on for photo. Now you're yes. ready now you're photo. Now ready. we're ready for like photos of me getting, getting ready. ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I come out of said room wearing my socks, underwear, and wife beater. Now in my wedding party was Colin Sheen, Daniela, Ben, and Colin. I come out of said room and I see Father of the Bride. <laughs> Great uncle, uncle of, of the, the bride, bride. Brother, brother of, of the, the bride, bride, and two friends. I'm like, I don't want any of you here. Not one person I want here is here, and there's six people I don't want here. What is happening? I want all of you to leave. And like I said, like, like I said the bone I had to pick with your photographer was in that moment. It's captured on. It's captured in picture. Was me outside having, having a, a cigarette. cigarette. I'm like, why? When, why did he take when, a photo? When me and Brittany were looking through the pics, I was like, Ben is not gonna like the fact that that's a picture. Like, why am I smoking in the picture? I, I saw that and I was like, Ben's not gonna like that. Like everybody knows that I'm a smoker, but, but why, I don't want photographic we don't want evidence. It, we don't want it like eternalized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the, the, like the, it the, ruins the, your like. I'm not it pissed about it for all. me. It didn't not that all. it ruins your pictures, but it's like... To be honest, it was actually pretty cool, because it was you, Colin Sheen, and Daniela smoking together. <laughs> it was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like, these guys having a great time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the smoking aspect, like, let's not have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But my biggest beef was 
I remember your wedding, how it was so long before we got any type of food. So I didn't want, I knew we were going to be there for like four hours before the wedding. So I bought veggie tray because Colin Sheen is gay. <laughs> I bought a, a meat and cheese platter. So we actually had like some snack. Yeah. yeah. When I step out of the room and none of you are there because you're all smoking. <laughs> and it's all a bunch of people I don't want there. They were eating the They're food. They were eating the food. I was like, make yourself at home. Why don't you? I was so pissed. <laughs> but like, it's such a like. But like, so pissed is obviously an exaggeration. That's what I was about to it's, say. It's like, Britney's dad, her great uncle who traveled from like, you know, British Columbia or some shit. I, I don't know where British Columbia <laughs> is. It, it could have been Winnipeg. I don't fucking know. He traveled, he traveled quite a ways. So like, I'm obviously, and, and Devin. So I'm obviously like not pissed. Yeah, that's what I was like, saying. Like, in the grand you, scheme of things, it's not a... My plan involved none of you, and now you're eating my food. So get the fuck out. <laughs> but luckily, again, the two friends we had knew it. They even said, like, oh, like, we're not supposed to be here. We just They, they hung out longer than they should have. But by that, they hung out for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, like, we shouldn't be here. This is for you guys. And they left. Yeah. So, like, everyone was cool as shit about it. So <laughs> yeah, even yeah. that, like, if that's my one picadillo, then I had a great fucking day. That's what I was going to say. It, like, it's in the grand scheme of how the whole day played out. Like, I'm happy. It that's played such out that a way. minor, not even a thing. But again, later you hear how much Britney's dad loved the <laughs> inside that. jokes, the dumb <laughs> yeah. shit. Loved being part of the boys. Like, I wouldn't now knowing that I wouldn't, wouldn't change change the thing. I would have yeah. actually said, "Why didn't you show up two hours before?" Because <laughs> yeah. he loved it. So he had such a good time. Yeah. I'm like, well, why'd you show up at three? You should have showed up at one with the rest <laughs> of us. Because he had such a good time. Yeah. Because it was such a good time. It was so much fun in there, man. Getting ready. That was like when I think about like think back to like my my wedding and Colin's wedding and now yours like you had the best like pre-wedding hang we had the best pre-game we had the best pre-game at, at that wedding for sure that spot was so nice it was gorgeous the it drinks was, were the drinks always were delicious. the drinks were always there like and that girl playing, playing little games doing little stupid shit hanging out doing whatever pretending oh, to play poker for cool picks yeah steaming our clothes like don't step out for a smoke here or there like mm. it was it was perfect and that girl who met me like at the place when I showed up what was her name like Jen or Jen yeah, yeah she knocked on the door like seven times to be like is it okay if I come in I just want to see do you guys want food do you want drinks do you want snacks yeah. and we'd be like yeah we're kind of hungry Boom. Three minutes later, she'd be back with food. Yeah. Eh, actually, we don't have water. Three minutes later, she's back with water. Yeah. Yeah, we want... Uh, I could be like, yeah, I want a horse. And somehow <laughs> yeah, she'd somehow. be back with one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I want to take a quick tour on a pony. Yeah. I want, <laughs> okay. I want to do a horseback ride through your citadel. She'd yeah. be like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And if she couldn't, she'd put her assistant in a horse costume and then hop yeah. on her back. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sick. But then... The venue, like... The venue was absolutely so. So not gorgeous. only just just that, the house across like where we stayed at, beautiful the farmhouse where the girls were getting ready. Yeah, the place where you guys got married, like where like you guys actually did like mm -hmm. the marrying, so sick. And then like the the hall, like where the reception the hall was and the best part. So nice. it, was it was gigantic. So fucking nice. It was gigantic. It had a massive overhang like porch area so you could be outside even if it was shitty which actually we got the luckiest weather it was like 
five days in a row of 98% humidity. I was like, oh, it's going to be brutal. And then that day it was like 20% humidity. There was a breeze and it was only very slightly overcast. So there was still lots of sun, but it wasn't like crazy sun. It was like, it couldn't have been better. It was so nice. The weather, I was like, I am not going to want to like stand around in a suit for this whole time. I kept telling you guys, I'm like, hey, like leading up to it, I'm like, yeah, you're gonna be in a black suit. It's gonna fucking suck, but the wedding's <laughs> only gonna be like 20 minutes. You can change immediately yeah. after. You just gotta go through the bullshit for 20 minutes and then picks. That's it. <laughs> but then standing there, I'm like, oh no, there's actually a nice breeze. Like, yeah, I'm looking good in my suit. I'm gonna keep it on for a bit. Like, I kept mine on the whole night. Yeah, the whole thing was so sick. It was so sick. The whole night was so sick. But then, like I was telling you, and like I told everybody that night, I was like. uh me and Brittany have been together for a million years. We have a kid. So, like, the whole, the fact that we're getting married, I was just like, yeah, of course we are. Like, the commitment <laughs> aspect of marriage <laughs> meant nothing to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I've already fully committed everything. We have joint accounts. Like, I've already fully committed everything I have to Brittany. Yeah. Well, every paycheck I have, Brittany just deals <laughs> Does with. whatever she wants. <laughs> I have no idea how our finances work. Brittany just handles it all. <laughs> So, like, I'm so committed there. But then, like, you know, it's like, okay, time to put your suit on. We're, we're getting married in 30 minutes. Yeah. And you just see people, <laughs> people coming. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that person lives in BC. Oh, that person lives in Nova Scotia. That person lives in Newfoundland. That, like, holy fuck, this is a really <laughs> big, big deal. deal. Yeah. Yeah. I was so... So goddamn nervous. <laughs> but as far as like far the Williamses were making fun of me, like in all of these pictures, like can we get a fucking smile at Riley? <laughs> like Brittany is crying and smiling the whole time, and Riley just has a stone face. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's because I was terrified. <laughs> yeah, I was stressing balls, man. It took me like three minutes to put the ring on because my hand. Was, I, I literally the first oh, time you I, were Mr. Shake Hands the, man. The for first sure. time I go to put the ring on her finger, like I just <laughs> I like I like like it wouldn't in basketball when you jam your finger. <laughs> but uh, we asked her grandfather but, to marry us, and that was so sick. That was so sweet. How much like, he loved it. He loved it. Like seeing him getting ready for taking on that role was was awesome he, he was then, he like, was like a fucking marine preparing like he took it so seriously yeah and so you know that like all of like the the details were already handled so like when he was up there and talking he was like bang 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 through the important stuff but like mixing in little like stories sweet about little Brittany, like, yeah. like which is exactly cute what little things yeah. about like Brittany and like the two of you and like so the, the way thing, the whole thing all together the way was it was awesome. set up was Brittany would have to walk past everybody before she came down the aisle. So she didn't want me to see her walk because it was outdoor. It was because it was outdoor. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't want that. So when it came time, I had to turn around and face her grandpa, face the merman, Murray. Yeah. And then he would let me know when to turn around. Not to be confused with a couple episodes ago about mer people. That's just his actual nickname. Because his, his, his name is Murray, Murray and I call him because he's the man, <laughs> yeah. and he's Murray, so I call him the Merman. Yeah, yeah. He's not Blix, the Merman. <laughs> yeah. DJ Blix. But so I, so then he like grabs me and like turns me away, and then he's he was so cute in that moment. He was like, 
So what is this whole Avengers theme song? Why are you wearing superhero socks? <laughs> so like we're having this like little cute conversation. And then again, he was so cute and nervous. He was like, I think it's time you can... Oh, wait, no, don't. Well, actually, you know what? You could probably turn... No, don't. <laughs> actually... Uh, Okay, it's time for you to see your bride. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. And then I turn around and see Brittany there, and I just started laughing because I was so, like, nervous laughter. Yeah. And so, like, this is so crazy. <laughs> yeah. And when I turn around, is the first time I see Archie in the, in <laughs> yeah. the audience. Yeah. And Brittany coming down the aisle looking amazing. Her dad. And then and that the that's the moment where it's like... Okay, we're stressing about everything, getting everything planned, everything needs to be done. Now it's just about you getting here. Yeah. Like, all the other stresses, like, we're done everything. So there's that weight is off your shoulders. No, it's like, and uh, now it can just be about the two of you it's guys. It's like uh, how nervous you are before a football <laughs> game. And then the first snap happens. And all of that is gone because all you're focusing on is beating your opponent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. hundred Now all I'm focused you on is... You got slapped in the head and, like, it's game on. Now all I'm focused on is not fucking up my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, by the way... I had a Luke Combs lyric in my vows. Brittany, right over her head. Didn't, oh, did, oh, did you? What Brittany's did you, one number you one favorite Luke Combs song is his newest one there. Uh, Love You Anyways? No. That's like 10 years old. Oh, no, 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 yes. Love You Anyways. Yeah, yeah. He goes, um... Uh, there ain't been words could shoulder so much weight. Yeah. So I, my whole thing was, uh, as a gay boy, I wrote her a poem <laughs> in grade 12. <laughs> yeah. She loved it so much, she printed it out and framed it. Oh, nice. So my <laughs> vows were just that poem. <laughs> but my whole thing was like, how do I bring it up? How do I whatever? And then my whole thing was like, oh, my God, Luke Combs. So I'm going to say, hey, Brittany, I've been thinking about these vows for so long. I don't know what to say because I, I want to tell you how much I love you. And I want to tell you all these kind of things. But there ain't been words could shoulder so much weight. Uh, right over her. <laughs> the know. cutest part of my whole vows, she didn't even notice until later. I was like, "Did you did you get the Luke Combs reference?" She was like, "What Luke Combs reference?" I was like, "Ah, shit, goddamn." <laughs> but yeah, then I I bumbled through all of that. The only thing that really pissed me off, like, yeah, okay, there's people there I don't want there, but at the end of the day, I did want them there. Yeah. The only thing that really pissed me off was the goddamn motherfucking DJ. <laughs> Our wedding song, so we were going through what Britney's going to walk down the aisle. We had a couple of options. I had all of the options because I'm actually the romantic in the relationship. <laughs> Not surprising. We landed on A Million Dreams from The Greatest Showman. Yeah. And it's played by two Chinas. Two, two you know, when you have a, a weak link in your armor, what do you call it? A chink in the armor. <laughs> it's, it's played by two of those. <laughs> On the cello and the violin, and it's the Million Dreams theme. That's, that's, what that's we, the one. What? How does that one go again? How does it? What's the lyrics? Every night I lie awake, uh, and the and I will take, yeah. and it lasts forever. Yeah. A million, a million dreams are keeping me awake. It's just it's, dreams for the life we're gonna, gonna make. Yeah. Yeah, 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 It's just a love song about yeah, these yeah, two yeah. people from yeah, yeah, yeah. poor broke nothings to actually making it. Yeah. So it, it sums us up. We love The Greatest Showman. It was perfect. But then one of them while we were going through was The Avengers. So, you know, like The Avengers theme. Bum, 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 
bam, bam, and it's what Marvel plays when like the Marvel theme is going. Okay. The Avengers, me and mom with our. I've movies. seen zero Avengers movies, yeah, yeah. so. But it's the it's it's like you know like the Star Wars like. But for the Marvel version, it's bam, 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 bam. So it's what they play when the Avengers assemble. It's what they play when the the, the credits roll. It's 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 the Avengers. It's theme. There. Yeah, yeah. But the song that we had was Wedding March turned into Avengers. So it's the and then it cuts. And instead of finishing the wedding waltz, it starts the Marvel theme. So I was like, I want that. But I'm not the bride. So cut the wedding waltz out. And just, just play <laughs> Avengers theme. <laughs> yeah. And we told the, the DJ to do that. We put the timestamp in the email, in all of his bullshit forms, in everything. The exact minute. The day of, we even told him the exact timestamp. We told him everything. When I walked out, I walked out to... Da, 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 da. <laughs> I walked out to the bridal waltz. <laughs> I'm the groom. <laughs> so that pissed me off. But then it was exactly what I wanted. So I'm standing there. The merman is standing there. And then the Avengers theme is playing. <laughs> and on opposite sides of the stage, Colin comes out. Jamie comes out. You come out. <laughs> Natasha comes out. Daniela comes out. Like the Avengers. <laughs> was the Avengers, the Avengers assembled behind me. <laughs> yeah. It was exactly what I yeah. wanted. So so then I was like, So oh, maybe maybe you cut him some I'll slack. cut him some slack. I mean he fucked up already. On arguably the most important part of his night, he fucked up. But not so bad. Then we'd go down the aisle and everyone's blowing bubbles. It's cute as shit. We had such a great time. Archie could not have been better. He didn't make a single noise the whole time, man. He was just there being happy as shit. He squeaked like in happiness <laughs> yeah. once, and it was cute as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And then during dinner, I, every time I looked up, it was a different human holding him. How many babies would just let 40 strangers hold them? <laughs> hold them without complaining. Well, not only not complaining, <laughs> having a great time doing it. Yeah. Archie was on his best goddamn behavior. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Then we get to the dinner portion, where this is where I actually wanted to murder the DJ. Mm. Colin and Daniela's wedding, they played all of their favorite hip-hop songs and rap songs, but the piano and violin version. So me and Brittany even met, we're like, oh, we got to do this. Because we're sitting there eating dinner. And you just hear like, da, 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 da. And I'm like, is that still Dre? <laughs> yeah. And but like, like a classical And then version. like 10 minutes later, you're like, is that Lollipop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we wanted that, but we wanted a Disney version. We wanted that exact experience to be like, wait a second. That's Colors of the Wind. <laughs> Wait a second. That's yeah. Frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homeboy didn't play a single one of those. Yeah. Not one. To the point where we were so upset that the bridesmaid, Jamie, went and said, Hey, dude, it's Disney music, and it's the piano version. Next song that plays... Elsa singing Frozen straight from YouTube. He just typed in Frozen. I heard whatever the fuck that girl who plays Let Wicked. Let it go. Whatever. Uh, Mendiza Menzel or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. I heard her voice. Nadelle Dezim. Yeah. 
I heard Nadelle Dazeen. I was like, you made it worse. That sounds like I'm at Ellie's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> if Ellie was choosing today. Yes. <laughs> Not 30 years yeah, down yeah. the road. I hear like, shiny. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is you He made it worse somehow. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the bridesmaid speech, which was 79 minutes long. Sick. It was sick. The microphone kept cutting in and out. And that's the DJ's responsibility. Yeah. Like, like we were saying. When it comes to the dance portion, you can just play a playlist. Me and Brittany can make a lit-ass playlist that could last three hours long on Spotify and send it to him and say, press play, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the only thing he was good at. Essentially, you're paying for his equipment. Mm-hmm. And his equipment failed, failed. multiple times. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of her dad's speech, he walks up, removes the microphone, and puts a new microphone in the thing and then walks back. In the middle of the bride's father's speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After they had switched the location. In the middle of the bridesmaid speech, (laughs) he yells, you're too far away. No, you're too far. Not bitch, you're too far away. (laughs) You're too far away, man. (laughs) I I was just ready to fucking kill this guy. But the speeches went on. The bridesmaid speech was fantastic. Brittany crushed her speech. Blair, who had like a 47 minute eulogy at his <laughs> father's <laughs> funeral legit close to an hour long that's a long speech man i was terrified i'm like if blair doesn't shut the fuck up <laughs> great speech he had a really good speech mom's i, I was holding it together great through the, all of the speeches because you know blair's mostly talking about britney jamie's mostly talking oh jamie shit on me a lot in her speech <laughs> yeah a lot she's actually. like you were a piece of shit <laughs> yeah at the end she was like i love how you grew up into the man you are so she did yeah cap but it was like she's like i won't say what you called me in high school yeah. i was like like 19 why did you mention that <laughs> i never called her anything i was like I was a dick in high school, but not to her because I was trying to fuck with me, so I was nice to her friends. But like 19 minute speech of shitting on me and then one nice sentence. Anyways, Blair's good. I was holding it together. I was doing great. And then mom goes up and has to talk about how I like, I was the last, they didn't know when the family was complete until I came. The baby, that got me good. Yeah. Dad, not even talking about me, because he barely talked about me, but him, Dad, talking about Britney, got me. Yeah. Colin's speech was so good. Colin's speech was funny, and then when it got heartfelt, got me. Yeah. So now I'm crying thrice. Yeah. Once, twice, thrice. <laughs> yeah. Britney's speech was phenomenal. Britney's speech was so really good. Really funny, really heartfelt. Yeah. And not unlike, well, actually unlike Britney, because I, again, thought she would just go on and on and on and on and on. She had I three, thought she'd be similar to, like, the bridesmaid. She had three pages of paper, front and back. She had six pages. Yeah. But there were, again, just, like, more bullet points and stuff. And, and every time she would start funny, like, making, like, Warren and Henry, how you led me into your house, the first time McNeil family gathering was with yeah. you guys, and you gave me a bathing suit to let, like, funny. <laughs> and then she tries to go, now when she starts talking about how the McNeils welcomed her in, she gets a little teary-eyed. Anyways, moving on. throws the paper, <laughs> yeah. moving on, moving throws on. the paper, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then she's talking about her mom, moving on, talking yeah. about her dad, yeah, moving, yeah, like, yeah. it was actually very, was very funny. funny. Your speech was good. Your speech was my only really knock good. was my speech was probably the best because it was about forty five seconds. <laughs> Which at at I'll say at that stage of the night it needed to be. People are like, 
Let's like we've heard nine speeches. On we're it. ready to dance, man. <laughs> but my only, we're ready to go to the bar, only, have some drinks, and dance. My only thing was I had like nine bullet points. I didn't. I didn't even write a speech. I was like, "Thank Jill, thank mom and dad, thank the aunts and uncles, thank Colin Sheen, thank Colin and Ben. Tell the story about dad." So what I did was because I was so nervous, I thanked mom and dad. I thanked Jill. I skipped Colin Sheen, <laughs> skipped Ben and Colin, skipped the ants, and went right into the story <laughs> yeah, about Dad. Yeah. But the story about Dad was really cute. Dad cried his fucking eyes out when yeah. I told it. Yeah. It made people laugh, and then when I hit the punchline, it made everybody cry. A hundred percent. It was it was a perfect it, a perfect speech, literally a perfect. But word. let's be it's honest. heartfelt, funny, quick, and short. Short that like those those are the things that people are looking for. <laughs> In a speech, in a in a night full of speeches, we're like, okay, everybody, you got three minutes tops. Blair went for seven. Brittany went for seven. Mom and Dad went for ten. Jill <laughs> did a poem that was like six. It's so like you all went over your allotted time. You got to cut yours back to get the average back down. I averaged three minutes because mine was about forty-five seconds. But let's side note again, just talking about how amazing the venue was. I have been to maybe six or seven weddings. By far the best food I've ever had at a wedding. Yeah, the food was good. The food was really good. It was absolutely phenomenal. I wasn't a huge fan of that, uh, the salad. You don't like the burrata cheese? I picked it because I love burrata cheese. No, I, like, I'm not a fan of that, that style okay, of cheese. Okay, just give me one quick second here. So we were like talking about the food and stuff. Yeah, the, the venue was great for food. Yeah, the, the, the salad, whatever. I picked it because they make their own cheese, and I love cheese, and I love brat. It's handmade buffalo mozzarella. Yeah. I picked it I, just for like, that. A lot of people didn't like it, but I was like, like fuck you. <laughs> I am spending $130 a plate for all of your food. I'm going to pick what I want. But that, that that's the thing where I feel like I'm I'm different. I can understand that everybody else likes it. Like... I won't say the food is bad because I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah. I don't like tomatoes, so I hated the salad. Okay, well, that's just you. That You're just being an asshole. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't like it just because I didn't like that mozzarella that was there. But that doesn't mean the salad was bad. It just wasn't mm. for my that taste. That steak was butter. The steak was so good. Um, that the dessert cheesecake was, was so butter. good. And so then, good. So I was still a ball of stress because Archie was still there. So that's always in the back of your mind like... It, I mean, he was having the time of his fucking life. But, uh, and, and by that point... I mean, he's only eight months old, so... Yeah. But by that point, he was, like, already asleep. Yeah. But I'm still worried, because now the DJ's bumping music and shit, and, like, and he slept right through all of that. So he was having... He was great the whole time, but that's still in the back always, of your mind. Always, Then I had uh, my vows, which I was stressed about. Then I had my speech, which I was stressed about. Then I had one more big stressor. We talked about it before on the potty. Oh, we had mine and Brittany's first dance. First dance. And you guys crushed that dance, man. That was so sick. And like something that I will encourage everybody to, from now on, anybody who tells me they're getting married, I'm going to be like, take lessons and do like an actual first dance. You know how many people was, told me that exact it thing? It was so sick. It was like, so uh, sick to see that. Our cousin Cameron is engaged he, he, him and his uh, betrothed <laughs> told me, like, we're probably going to do that. That looked like so much fun. So it, it looked like so much fun. It's such a good idea. 
like it's a thing that you guys can do before the wedding happens that like is a fun activity yeah. like a fun couple I wasn't activity. super involved in the planning of of course men just aren't it's all the bride and the bride's mom yeah by far like not even close the f- most fun part of the planning of the wedding we paid for six dance lessons it was like 500 bucks it was a lot of money mm-hmm. but it was so much goddamn fun yeah, and then we would come home, and me and Brittany would have like Archie would go to bed. We would have a couple drinks uh, out on the deck with candlelight and everything, and then we would come inside and practice our dance, <laughs> have a drink, go back out into yeah. the candlelight, come back in, practice our dance, <laughs> yeah. have a drink. Like, yeah, no, it was, it was it's such a sick idea, and it's it showed like when you guys were doing it, like you guys had a big smile on your face, you guys were happy doing oh, yeah. it. Like it showed that it was like worth the investment and i I did things like uh they were like okay and now you're gonna hold britney's hand as she walks around you and then when she gets to this point you gotta pull your arm behind (laughs) your head and walk her behind so while she's doing that like i get like in it i put like a little (laughs) like a jokey flare flare or like whenever you guys were like this and then you you have to step out and put your arm (laughs) yeah it's so gay what you're doing so you got you can either like be like ugh, this is gay or you can lean Lean, into it and kind of make fun of yourself while you're doing it yeah it was and and the song choice for it was perfect the whole crowd got into it by the end of it. The whole crowd was... And again, if I can give myself some kudos for being the romantic. That was all my idea. <laughs> I I came up with the idea. I came up with the song. I was like, let's do Try a Little Tenderness. Beautiful love song. One of, arguably, if not R. Kelly, arguably my favorite artist of all time, Otis Redding. I, I love Otis. One of the best love songs ever. It's about like this girl uh, and how you treat a woman. You got to try a little tenderness. Uh, yeah. She may be weary. Yeah. Young girls, they do get weary wearing that same old ragged dress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Please her. Yeah. You got to <laughs> hold her. Squeeze <laughs> her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so then my whole thought was like we can do the boring just hold each other and sway dance. But then it's going to pick up steam. And then we can hop into like, oh my God, these guys know how to dance. And we went to the studio and told them that idea. I just wanted to be like calm and boring. And then all of a sudden be like, boom, these people know how to dance. Yeah. And they took that idea and turned it into (laughs) such an amazing. It looked like we knew how to dance the whole fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool, man. It was such a good idea. Well, like you were saying when the when the song ramped up, then the 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 crowd started laughing when I was doing like the yeah. the fairy stuff, which I wanted them to laugh at. Yeah. Like I, I was doing it like showman, yeah. and Brittany just looked fantastic doing her whole thing. But then when like the song started to pick up, and we switched dance styles into yeah. like a more quick and doing yeah. the steps faster, yeah. the crowd starts like clapping and <laughs> yeah. hooting and hollering. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I it was felt so good. So good. And then because like. Then it was like, okay, now the party's here. And it was a perfect like transition in the song to be like, because it, it uh, starts off doing the thing and then it goes into the oh, squeeze. Her, maybe. Please. Her. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, it was a little. Yeah, it was so sick. It was so sick. And that's what I said. Like, that was my exact idea. 
Like, I want it to be the slow, romantic dance. And then I want it to be like, here we boom, fucking boom, go. Boom, boom, and boom. the crowd got into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was yeah, so it was awesome. So, it was so sick. It was so sick. Overall, like, such a sick night. We had a spot to stay so everyone could get... Yeah, we slept there. Yeah, we all slept there. So, like, everyone was having a good time. Like, kids were taken care of. Like, every everyone was... Everyone was just having a blast the whole last time, and it was it was sick. Yeah. The whole thing was so sick. Anyways, that's a very long as it happens. <laughs> it's over an hour long, but deserving, deserving of an as it happens. So we should come back with some Reddit sex. You're good with that? Yeah, yeah. I'll look up a couple stories while we're because yeah, you, you, you don't have them ready. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back, coming at you. Never not awesome. <laughs> that is never not awesome. That sound can mean only one thing. It's time for the best segment in all of podcast history. Reddit sex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got only two stories. We'll get through the first one quick. The second one is a long story. Last time we said that, the first story took like 45 minutes. <laughs> so we don't know yet. We, yeah, to be fair, we don't know yet. But the first story is titled, Want to Explore Husband's Newly Discovered Kink? Love it. And Very the, interesting. The second one is, My wife claims I did something that never happened. Is my response okay? <laughs> <laughs> Been there, my friend. So he did nothing. She called him out on it. He got pissed. <laughs> on a daily basis, I'm accused of shit I've never done. Yeah, that's just being a guy. Bro. <laughs> so you're with a woman. Yeah, you're a guy with a woman. <laughs> okay, so want to explore my husband's newly discovered kink. Recently, my husband, 42-year-old male, and I, 37-year-old female, found out that he is incredibly into me using his paintbrushes. He is an artist. So, into me using his paintbrushes in a sexual manner. The fuck does that even mean? <laughs> in brackets, parentheses, I stuck two inside me. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, you know, like a feather. Like yeah, yeah, yeah with his, same. Yeah. same. <laughs> she fucked a paintbrush and he I, loved it. I stuck two inside me and had him come find me, which sparked this whole thing. So, did she, like, paint with her vagina? I... Because I, I'm picturing she's going handle side. <laughs> handle side in, for sure. You can't go so, brush first. So, is she putting the bristles in paint and, like, painting with her veg? I... I, you'd have to figure out what I stuck to inside me means first. Is there one in the stink? <laughs> one in the pink, one in the stink? Is she DP in bank brushes? What he really loves about it is that he feels like the brushes are extensions of himself. And so me using yeah, see, them sexually... 
What? That's not what I would have got from it. I would maybe kind of find it sexy, like, the next time I'm painting, to know that this was inside her. Be like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm painting a, a fucking tree <laughs> with someone that was inside it's a my wife. tree. Yeah. <laughs> that would kind of turn me on a little bit. I can kind of see where he's coming from there. Yeah, maybe. Like a non-sexy object used in a sexy way that the next time I use it non-sexy is now sexy. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that for sure. But I feel like the sentence, what he loves about it is that he feels like the brushes are extensions of himself. You might have married a gay guy. Weird as shit. (laughs) That's so strange, man. Because I said it it, it would kind of be sexy to be like painting in the garage later and be like, oh, this has pussy juice on it. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like... Oh, that's my hand inside. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro. Those, at the end of the day, those are paintbrushes the inside. The paintbrush is an extension of my hand. Yeah. It's a gay thing to say. What are you, Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> Edward Paint paintbrush hands? <laughs> Edward Paint hands? <laughs> are extensions of himself, and so me using them sexually feels like me showing him that I want him and I'm thinking of him. If you... Could so be. that means that means she's just flicking her bean with a paintbrush. Yeah, that's all she's that's doing. That's all she's doing. <laughs> she's just with a paintbrush, bro. That's weird. That's as shit. so fucked up. You, that's not even a kink. That's just fucked. If you could be Benny Scissorhands, <laughs> yeah, with anything other than scissors, what would it be? <laughs> My own dick. <laughs> Dick for hands? Oh no, sorry. <laughs> you have nine dicks on your hands? No, no, no. Sorry. I thought we were talking about like what I would like to see her. Like <laughs> I mean I mean you're you're Edward Scissors hands, but now you because he was a hairdresser, so he had the scissors to hairdress. Yeah. What would what would your Benny scissor hands be? Would you be Benny paintbrush hands? Like what would <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea. I've never thought about it before. Yeah. So think what would I it. what would I like to have instead of fingers? Yeah. If you if it had to be razor blades like Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> yeah. what would you swap those out? Would it be like Benny tape measure hands, like to help you at work? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would probably be something related to work. So I'd have like one finger would be my hammer, one would be a measuring tape. Yeah. Well, one you, would... You're not Inspector Gadget. What would you be, if you could replace your hands with something, what would you replace it with? That's not your own penis. And that's not 15 different items. Um. I might be Riley Knife Hands, because I, I work yeah. with knives quite a bit. But then you wouldn't be able to, like, shake hands with anybody. Well, Edward Scissorhands couldn't shake hands. You wouldn't be able to, like, f- finger a girl. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands never fingered anyone. Yeah, so. So you have to live in this Tim Burton world. What would you be? I might be Riley Knife Hands because it'd be so easy to like dice a carrot if I could just like, <laughs> and it's done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would be Benny. Benny Hammer Hands. Benny Hammer Hands. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Benny Screwdriver Hands. <laughs> Benny drill hands? Maybe, yeah. That's what I was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drill hands. Yeah, yeah. That's what it would be for Benny sure. Benny nail gun hands? <laughs> but, but every drill would... Like, every finger would be it's like a, a different... Head, a flat yeah, head, yeah, yeah. Then I'd just be like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one requires the pinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And if you're if you're a baby screwdriver hands, you might still be able to finger a girl. <laughs> Slap a different attachment on it, and we're good to go. Um, sexually feels like me showing him that I want him and I'm thinking of him. I'd love to explore this more with him, especially in a more surprise sort of context. So she's gonna start fucking like his easel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you fit that whole easel up there? <laughs> she just starts rubbing her vagina all over his art studio. But like, I don't understand. She's fucking herself with the paintbrushes. Yeah. What else is there? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. What else is she gonna rub her puss on in the you art have to studio? Roll up a canvas. <laughs> yeah. And like, just put it down. She's on just her. like gaping paint cans. <laughs> So the question that we have to answer is, does anyone have any ideas of what I could do with this? That's what she says at the end. My original idea. Stick the paintbrush handle up your hoo-ha. Dip it in paint and paint him a picture with your veg. Yeah, or like paint him. Rub the paintbrush. In, <laughs> stick the paintbrush in your vagina and rub the brush around him. Like I feel like, first of all, I or feel do you like, mean like use your hands and just rub the paintbrush on him? Or do you mean like stand above him and gyrate your hips with the paintbrush? I feel, I feel like I feel like this guy loves that paintbrush a lot. Mm -hmm. So stick it up there and use it as like. Girls do like with a feather yeah. around so the just guy. gyrate your hips over him with a paintbrush inside you. Yeah, that'd work. I feel like that's the only thing that you can do. Listening to the story, maybe stick the paintbrush in his ass because this guy's gay. <laughs> yeah, oh, cut all those brussels off so it's just another rod at the end. <laughs> yeah, double dildo yourself in his asshole. Start pegging him. <laughs> Peg him with that toothbrush. Because <laughs> yeah, clearly he's gay. What should I do? Bring in another guy. <laughs> Nothing to do with painting. Bring in a guy with a paintbrush. <laughs> Bring in a guy to fuck him. Like, have you seen that uh, Adam 22? When he and got cooked out by that black guy with a massive dick? Yeah. And now he has to, like... Pretend that pretend that being a cuck was cool. <laughs> cool, and he's like defending her in the yeah. comments. He's like, "Oh, she's my queen. She's, she's my queen." Even though that guy came inside her. <laughs> oh my god! Because he's like forced this lifestyle on her. Yeah, and because now, him and, and now her were he, fucking girls left and right. He yeah. was. He was. He did whatever he wanted. Quote unquote, like cucking her. You can't cook a girl, but they they have a podcast where. At the end of it, they, they smash. fuck on OnlyFans. Yeah. And like, she just happened to <laughs> fuck a guy with Thor's hammer for a dick. And now he's got to be okay with it. Yeah. Because he forced it on her so many times. And now it's just like, bro, just admit that you're not that cool with it. Adam 22, just admit that you're also kind of gay. It's <laughs> such a weird thing to like that much. <laughs> but. His girl is pretty hot. Yeah, she's fucking so hot. Lena the plug? Yeah. <laughs> also, if your girl's name is the, the plug. plug. <laughs> and it's Get not a new girl, and man. it's not like Tony Montana drug distributor. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I gotta go hit the plug, which means to like re-up on drugs. <laughs> yeah. No, it's plug because you put your dick, dick. in. Dick. <laughs> yeah, you're plugging something in there. Yeah, you're plugging <laughs> holes. 
<laughs> and, and that black guy plugged some <laughs> That guy slugged her. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, that was a wild, like, I feel bad for him because he... he he boxed himself into a corner. And he clearly doesn't like it. In all the interviews where he talks about liking it, he clearly doesn't Yeah, because like he'll it. be like, so she'll be like, yeah, it was like really painful. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, so that lasted like what? Like, you know, like a couple hours. She's like, like four days. And he's like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> the, black, the black guy was like, yeah, it was so tight. My dick got numb. <laughs> The guy, every interview with a black guy was like, Adam 22 has a small cock. <laughs> this, small, this small dick didn't do anything. I stretched that bitch out. <laughs> brutal, man. Brutal. Okay, so the second story. This one is a bit of a read. My wife claims I did something that never happened. Is my response okay? Hi, all. <laughs> Thanks for reading. I, I already hate this guy. <laughs> I male forty three and my wife who uh, my wife female forty have been married for fifteen years. Our sex life is okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our sex life is okay. I wish the frequency was doubled. <laughs> yeah, but that's just being that's a just guy. That's just being a guy, man. A guy could have sex like. Four times a week and would want it to be doubled. Yeah, of course. I wish the frequency was doubled and wish she was not as vanilla. <laughs> That's why it's just okay. He wants it more often and he wants it better. <laughs> he wants not a dead starfish and more often. Last night, she allowed me to use a toy on her, which happens maybe once every eight months. So accurate. Yeah, I was gonna say such so, a weirdly specific. So accurate. He's like, it's been seven and a half months. What toy am I gonna use? He has it like marked on a calendar. It's so specific. Seven and a half months. I got two weeks to choose a toy. <laughs> the deadline for the toy is coming up. Uh, it went okay. She came, but something seemed off. She got on top of me and rode me to orgasm. Afterwards, I could tell something was bugging her. She was distant and rolled away, not facing me. After asking her again and getting told all is okay, which I knew it wasn't, I left it as her communication skills are not great. Yeah, this guy hates And her. fell asleep. Bro, get a new wife, man. You clearly hate We can't communicate. Girl. We don't fuck great. What, what do you have? <laughs> what are you holding on to, man? Again, in the morning, I could tell that something, something was up. I asked again. She said her bum was sore. <laughs> and that I... He went in the stink. And that I probably stuck the toy in her anus. <laughs> this guy is so specific. Just say butt. <laughs> stuck the toy in her anus. Anus is such a funny word. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, this is not the first time she said this. She's accused him of butt fucking her before. 
He's like, I've never butt fucked you. She's like, eh, my butt hurts. Well, my butt hurts. So, <laughs> so it's got to be you. <laughs> you tell me what happened. <laughs> I don't know that black guy didn't come in. <clears throat> the first, the first time she said this was was after sex. She said afterwards her anus was sore, and I must have put a finger inside her ass. In both cases, I never did such a thing. Yeah, what a weird thing! Like, you must have put a like. You would know if I put a finger in your ass. Yeah, I would know if I put a finger in your ass. But like, of course I would. But like. <laughs> You, you would, would too. You, you would know for sure. How do you not know if there was a finger in your anus? <laughs> like, <laughs> feels like there was a finger in my anus last night. Did you How lo- like like workaholics? How loose butthole? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not 100 percent sure, but I feel like there was a finger in my anus last night. <laughs> my anus is sore today. <laughs> did you put a finger in my anus? Did you? Did you? I never did such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I never did such a thing. And she climaxed in both cases. She loves fingers in her anus. She, why are you complaining? You shut up and take a finger in the anus. You're climaxing from anus fingers. You love you anus love fingers. Scat <laughs> the first time she made that claim, I showed some stuff I found online whereby ladies have claimed to get a pain in the anus area after an orgasm. I said to her, surely... that's a fact check. (laughs) Pain in anus after orgasm? Yes. (laughs) I said... I said to her, surely she would... She would know that moment if I penetrated her anally just like... Of course you would. Like you would know just like that. Of course you would. Yeah. Be like, last night, did you jam your thumb up my nose? Well, you would have known if I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now that it happened again, I told her nothing of the sort happened that way. He never did such a thing. <laughs> he never did such a thing. I was completely clear of her anus. <laughs> <laughs> I never did such a thing. I was completely clear of I your anus. I stayed clear of your anus. <laughs> Man, I'd love to be a fun wall for that conversation. I stayed clear of your anus, and you know it. I was completely clear of her anus, both with the toy and with my penis, whilst she was on top of me. Whilst. This guy's wild. I would always would like to have used the word whilst in a sense. It's a good word. Yeah. I did that whilst doing this. Mm-hmm. It's a good word. Need to do. Need to use that one. I said to her, she is pretty much accusing me of rape by saying I penetrated her intentionally in the anus, knowing I never had her consent. So no, you're wrong in your reaction. That is <laughs> such a leap. Hey, did you did you put your thumb up my butt? I didn't rape you. <laughs> Okay, well, that's not the question. <laughs> I mean, she's obviously in the wrong. If you have to ask, did you put your thumb in my asshole? You should already know the answer. You know the answer. Unless, like, she's blackout drunk. but And then it is bordering on rapey. Like, there are times where... But just in like, any in relationship... That, in that like scenario, that, just the sex. If she's blackout drunk, just yes. the sex is borderline. There's, a, there's, a, there's scenarios in every single relationship. I'm sure you've come across it. Like, if... Uh, 
you're with your girl and she doesn't really want to, but she's like, okay, fine, we can just do it. I'm like, oh, I don't want that then. Yeah. I want you to want it as much as I do because if not, now I just feel rapey. So, so, sometimes even like if she's asleep and I, like I could oh, like. I love some sleep assaults. <laughs> but like I could like wake her up and she'd be like into yes. it. Like even I love that. that. No, I, I, I do it every so often. I, I, but I but it. but sometimes there's times where like I'll try it. Yeah, if she's not immediately I'll, I'll, into it, I stop. Exactly, that's what that's what. Because I'm now you're feeling rapey. Yeah, and you don't want to feel. Rapey. <laughs> yeah. But this whole like she's accusing me of rape. Well, bro, no, that's <laughs> no, not the same. No, no, she just said, was, she just said her butt hurts, man. <laughs> I'm trying to find like a little common ground because there is times where it can feel a little rapey, but yeah. that's from my side. There are times where Brittany's like, yeah, okay, let's just get it over with. And then I'm like, well, no, let's not. Because get if it your over attitude with, is get it over with, I that is know. never. And I'm not like trying to like shit on Brittany or whatever. She's, you know, trying to be a good wife and like, okay, well, you want it, though? I'm, I'm sure I'll get into it. No, no, you got to be in. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a thing like, I'm sure I'll get, like, no, no. You now gotta I be feel, you gotta be I feel weird like I'm, like, forcing you. I feel like you. I just stood in a bush for the past 45 yeah. minutes. Like, I feel like I'm for forcing you. you to get into it. I want <laughs> you to be <laughs> into, into it from it. the from get jump. go. Yeah, yeah. But that's not this. Like I said, I'm just trying to find <laughs> some common ground. No, him accusing her of rape. No, that is a wild leap. Yeah, by saying I penetrated her intentionally in the anus, knowing I never um, had her consent. What happened last time? My butt kind of hurts. I'm not a rapist. <laughs> Yeah, what? What? That's not what I said at all. <laughs> at no point in this whole lead up to this point was I like, well, this guy's a rapist. <laughs> yeah. This guy's just projecting. Yeah. 100%. He wants to rape her. He's raped. <laughs> he, he's raped other women. He's talking about how boring their sex life is. He has thought about raping her so many times. He's projecting. <laughs> <laughs> He's projecting his rape fantasies. He's projecting his rape fantasies. <laughs> I said to her, this is a massive deal for me. She is pretty much acknowledging to me that she thinks it's plausible I would do that. I said to her, I don't know how I or her come back from this. I asked her why she, why she want to be married to a man she feels is probably capable of this that i all get that all makes and sense to me i feel like even that is a jump is no, no, a, no. Is a jump if you if so the the jump is that she's accusing him of rape okay that's way he's way off there i'm not on his side there yeah but if her response is well i feel like you're capable of that now it totally makes sense to be like, well then why are you with me yeah, but that's not what... Like, he, you know, the me and Brittany will, like, have an <laughs> argument or whatever, and she was like, you called me a fucking stupid bitch. And I'm like, well, no, I didn't. How, how, why would you be with me if you thought that I thought that? Yeah. But that's not... I don't want to be with you if you think I think. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If you think I think, you think I think. Like, this relationship isn't going to work if that is something that's on the table. Yeah. If that is so far off the table. If you think that's on the table, this relationship is fucked yeah but that's that's not what the guy is saying he's saying the girl said my butt hurts did you put it in my butt last night and he said you're accusing me of rape why would you even want to be with a rapist and she's yeah, like i've uh, never fair. i've never uh, done okay. like i've okay. never accused you yeah, of that. okay okay so i'm like why like 
why would you want to be with someone if, if that's even uh, something that will cross? Like, she's like, she's still like, I never even brought why would you the be word with me if you think that? She's like, I didn't think that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know why my butt hurts, man. <laughs> man, I can't wait to fact check this anus pain from orgasms. She's pretty much acknowledging to me that she thinks it's plausible I would do that. I said to her, I don't know how I or her come back from this. Easy. Oh, so she said it is plausible that he slipped it in her butt. Or against her will. Against her will. So so then he is right in saying, why would you want to be with me if you're thinking... If you think I'm like Capable of that. Yeah, why would you want to be with me? Because that is assault. Yes. If like Sakisha's like, no butt stuff whatsoever, never. Like that is... And you just jam a thumb in there in the middle of having sex. That's assault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's consenting to sex. She's not consenting to the, the butt, butt aspect. Stuff. That's yeah, an yeah. assault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, want to be married to a man she feels is probably capable of this and how I can be married to someone who thinks that of me. I, I really have three questions. <coughs> Number one, <laughs> what could have caused this pain? Has any ladies experienced anal slash rectal pain after sex or climaxing with no anal penetration. Maybe he is the black guy from Adam 22. Maybe his dick was so big it hurt her butt. Maybe. Because the butt and vagina are pretty close. Very thin wall between the two. They're they're close neighbors, that's for sure. Question number two. Was my response to my wife's claims justified? No. No, absolutely not. You would never what, just what is have that? a question and be like, I didn't rape you. Like, that's not what an is, answer to What any is the saying they ever. put 100 on 10? Yeah. You took it from a 10 and made it 100? Yeah. 100%. Question number three How can I look at her the same again <laughs> after he she said I so probably much. did that to he her? He already doesn't like her and you won't be able to. The whole. Yeah. She's boring at sex. It doesn't happen enough. And now I don't know how to look at her again. You already don't want to. Yeah. That's again, that the question three is projecting. Question three is projecting for sure. Like you want out and you're looking for, for a way. A reason, yeah. for a I can't way look at you the same. After saying my butt hurts. Yeah. I didn't say anything about rape at all. I said, hey, did you? I mean, it is a wild thing of her to be like, did you stick a finger in my ass last night? How do you not know? Yeah. Like I said, it's literally the equivalent of me taking my thumb and sticking it up your nose. And then you being like, why does my nose hurt? How do you not remember my <laughs> thumb, thumb up, up your nose? Yeah. I, like, if you ask me, Riley, did you jam your thumb in my nose yesterday? You should already know the answer <laughs> to that question. Because yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's say I just took this pen I'm writing with and stuck it in your mouth. <laughs> and you'd be like, my throat kind of hurts. Yeah. Did you do anything? Like, you don't remember me jamming a pen <laughs> in your mouth? Like, it's pretty violating <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. So, I mean... If she said he probably dumb as did fuck. this, if she said that he probably did this, you got props. Then see ya. Yeah, you got props. See ya. You're sure. you're you are accusing him of assaulting you. Yeah. And then why would you be with someone who you think would assault you? I agree with all of that thought process. Yeah. Like if uh, if if uh, Brittany calls me, you know, like a fat piece of shit, be like, well. Why are you with someone who you think is a fat piece of shit? And why am I with someone who thinks I'm a fat piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think both people in this scenario, both people have handled it poorly. 
they clearly got props. She she maybe have brought it up in the right way and was and was like, "Hey, my butt hurts. Like, <laughs> what's the what happened last night? Like, what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal?" <laughs> and he'd be like. I don't know. Sometimes your butt hurts after <laughs> orgasm. And she's like, no, you raped me. And then it's like, okay, both of you guys are both just of you are so, fucking not meant to be so dumb and just don't like but each other. But they're old and they've been married for a long time. What do yeah. you say? Like they're both in their 40s and they've been married 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like you should know this about each other. That's why I kind of am siding with him. Like exactly. Like, is why this are you the with first me? time you've made her climax? Is this the first time she's orgasmed and it's just like a new butt pain that she's like, How are you learning this about each other 15, <laughs> 15 years, years down the road, man? 15 years of marriage, let alone however long you guys dated. Yeah. Unless, even if you got married like in the, like the 1940s, first. like, I got back from the war, first day on land, I married her. <laughs> yeah, but then you've still been together 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for such a long post and thanks for taking the time to read and reply. Edit. Most of the stimulation was external clit stimulation with slight penetration at times. With maybe... (laughs) (laughs) I don't like how there is a maybe in that sentence. With maybe three inch max penetration each time. <laughs> this guy's so weirdly specific. <laughs> this guy's dick is three inches. <laughs> maybe he stuck a finger in three inches because this was. Nobody says. No, but he's he's talking about his penetration was max yeah, so, three inches. Well, he he could have just you know put the tip in. With slight penetration at times, maybe three inches max. This guy's so fucking weird. <laughs> My advice is whoever the girl is, he probably did jam shit in your ass and you should leave. My advice to the girl is you're probably dating BTK. Yeah. And he is secretly shoving shit in your ass. Weird that you don't notice right away. Weird that you don't notice. But now that you have, run, run away. (laughs) First comment. She obviously has no idea what what it would really feel like to be penetrated anally. That's true. That's what, but that's what we Because you would saying. immediately know. You would know, oh, okay, he's shoved his thumb up my butt right now. You could, like, take a Q-tip and shove it in your... Like, something so tiny. You would immediately know. Yeah. Has she never been to a doctor that, like, <laughs> checked her butt? Yeah. You would immediately There's no question. I've never had my prostate examined. I'm not, you know, like, uh, uh, that's like eight years away from me or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I've never, like, had anything, like, jammed in like that. But I've had, like, exams where they, you know, run a finger across your asshole. Like, I've had girls, you know what I mean? Like, they credit card your butt. You immediately know when something Something touches your butt. 100%. Immediately know. Yeah. Yeah. So she has no idea what it's like to have anything in her ass. No. And it's wild for her to be like, hey, did you stick a thumb up my butt? That's the like, weirdest question I've <laughs> ever heard. It would literally be weirder to be like, hey, last night did you punch me in the face? Yeah. Like, you should know. 
Unless, like you said, unless she was like blackout drunk, then he's just raping. Her. Then he's just straight up raping her. And then but leave. the sex part is the rape. Yes, like not the butt stuff. <laughs> Basically, she should leave at all points. Yeah. This fucking weird, like Doctor <laughs> Who, three inches of penetration. Yeah. I never did such a thing. This yeah. weird fucking yeah. the good doctor, the autistic <laughs> doctor guy. You gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Both people leave. You guys, he doesn't like the sex and the thing. She doesn't like him. She thinks he's a rapist. So he probably best just to cut ties. He said sex is okay. It doesn't happen enough and it's not great. She <laughs> says when sex happens, I think I get raped. raped. You shouldn't be together. Maybe it's time to go your separate ways. <laughs> I mean, 15 years. You gave it a good college try. You gave it way more than a college try. <laughs> but it's just not working out for you. Yeah. All right, I think that was a pretty good ep. That's a solid ep. That's almost a two-hour episode. All right, you know where to find us on all social media at WWATS Podcast. And anywhere you get podcasts at We Want All the Smoke. We out of cheer.